Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Talking Television. Uh, we have a very special episode tonight. I'm Jay, that's Chris, and we have our wives with us, Savannah and Amber. Welcome to the show. Thank you, guys. Tonight we're talking about Season 2, Episode 1 of Big Little Lies. So before we get into the details of that and start going through everything, our thoughts on that show, we are drinking wine this evening. Matua, a Sauvignon Blanc 2017 um, from New Zealand. What are your thoughts on it? <laughs> <laughs> it's very good. It's a dry white wine. It has a hint of citrus. Yeah, so. I picked up some apple. For Yeah, I'm not exactly a wine drinker per se, but um, this was actually pretty good. And yeah, it, and I tasted a tart grape and some citrus in there as well, so... And it's definitely a change-up from the whiskey and beer we've been drinking, but we yes. thought it was a little more fitting for the show, so we went with yeah, wine. we will go with wines for Big Little Eyes this season. All right, uh, the title of this episode is What Have They Done? The intro, uh, they, they give the flashbacks of season one, everything that happened with the main characters, all the drama that kind of came to a head uh, in the last episode, and we get introduced to uh, a new character as well. So... Based on the flashbacks um, from season one, why don't we do a quick little recap of uh, our thoughts about, you know, the, the finale for season one. Yeah, well, let's, I guess, yeah, we could start with our history on the show. Um, Jay, Savannah, and I have all watched season one. Amber has not, so she's kind of jumping into this with very little knowledge on the first season. The first season felt really, like, slow building, you know, and this first episode... Pedal to the metal. (laughs) (laughs) They kind of built how each character was feeling about the way the last season ended. With the death, let's say, I'm not going to say murder or killing, but with the death of Perry, Perry, how each character kind of is dealing with that grief. And I think that's the way that this is going to focus this season as well as the detective on the heels of them. Big thing I think about this season was it was never originally planned for. It was supposed to be a miniseries, seven episodes. And then, you know, what do we know? It must have been successful, and now we have season two. Yeah, and all the cast came back. Even Alexander Skarsgård. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, uh, he's got title credits as well. Yes, he does. And uh, the big addition, I think, is Meryl Streep. Um, I, I think the big reason they brought her is they're going for some Emmys, right? Yeah. That's that, why you they, bring her in. They didn't in. get enough last time, so they want some more this season. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How do you guys feel about her character? <laughs> she She's very backhanded. She Especially towards uh, Reese Witherspoon's character, Madeline. Uh, she, she berated her for being short. Uh, for... I found that offensive. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, she just kept laying into her every time her their two characters came across each other, uh, whether it was at the coffee shop, uh, at her uh, Madeline's place of business. You know, she's a realtor. Um, yeah, she just kept laying into her. So she she's very backhanded, uh, and even when when she interacts with um, Celeste's character. She, you could tell she knows something more is going on, and she she wants to hear the truth. She might know it already, but she she's going to get to the she bottom of it. She wants to hear it from the people. Exactly. So Amber, being new to this show, what did you feel about the characters? Any of them stand out that you liked or disliked immediately? 
Lauren, the one that plays Laura Dern. Laura Dern. Uh, I don't Renata. Un- Renata. 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 I don't understand her character not knowing anything from last season. In this episode, anyway, she's totally pointless to me. Like, she means nothing other than she's very outlandish in her pink dress doing her photo shoots for Women in Power. I just, I don't, maybe she'll fit in later. I don't know. But at this point, they could take her out and it would be nothing <laughs> to me. Yeah, I, I don't like a lot of Laura Dern's characters that she plays or anything, but... I think last season I really hated her character and I actually felt that she did a good job playing that character and that's the reason I really disliked her. So I agree. So far this season she doesn't have any real reason to be in the picture. I think that'll change a little bit. I think she'll probably be maybe end up getting cornered by the police or maybe we'll see another rift at school for some reason. Yeah, I still, I remember her from the first season being such the evil character where you really disliked her. And then now um, she's already coming out guns blazing with the new teacher, you know, um, where you're reminded how terrible of a, (laughs) you know, you don't want your child in the same classroom as... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Renata exactly. you know because she, she was already coming out saying that you know my child's got a high GPA and or no not GPA IQ IQ, IQ. IQ. Yeah. 150 something yeah. which is I want special pretty, treatment pretty for my child yeah and it just really sets the mood for you know starting a fresh school year with a new teacher and to have a parent come up and just lay into you like that well, and to watch her child, especially because she was bullied last year. Mm-hmm. That yeah, her good child... special treatment. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you like any characters? Any of them come off in this that actually seemed appealing or kind of you could see their point of view? I kind of like Reese Witherspoon's character. Yeah, she was she was great in season one. I don't. I think she's kind of funny. She's just she is the bubbly, but then you can also see her like, I like her seriousness wit. of like, why aren't you doing this? This is this is what you're supposed to do, like with her daughter. Like you're a child, you need to do what I tell you to do. Yeah, she's very direct, and she's like a little bulldog. She'll yeah, she'll go after you. You know, full steam ahead, basically. Right. They tag the the line, the Monterey Five, mm-hmm. one of Shailene Woodley's, uh, her character, Jane, uh, one of her co-workers, you know, as they're talking on the beach, he, he says, oh yeah, you guys are the Monterey Five. And it, that seems like, uh, you could even tell in the beginning where they're at the school, all the parents are dropping the kids off for the first day, and the group of the five get together, you can tell the other parents are looking at him differently. Yep. Like they, you know, they know something's going on. They're suspicious and they're kind of keeping their distance. So to have, you know, the, the group tagged as the Monterey Five now, I think is going to be, you know, play a little bit of a role too. And going back to season one, they were kind of the it girls. Like all the parents I felt on day one, they wanted their kids, you know, to be in the same class or they kind of looked up where this time... It's a little different. I think they're all just scared of Renata. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But Bonnie, uh, who's Zoe Kravitz, mm-hmm. her character is actually kind of on the outskirts of the group because she's she's feeling differently about um, the whole situation, what, what went down. Yeah, um, she seems to be having pretty severe PTSD. Um, and, you know, towards the end of the episode, she actually is outside of the police station, maybe contemplating, like, turning herself in. 
and changing her story because she felt pressured from uh, Madeline, you know, Reese Witherspoon's character to go with the group and say he he fell. You know, it, it wasn't self-defense per se. It was, you know, just on him. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Who really thinks that's a good idea that they should have changed the story? Uh, I mean, either way. They slipped. Yeah, he, he was obviously abusive to all of them. It was a scuffle, and he was, you know, hitting them and choking them. They had all the right in the world to and defend themselves. He's, he's a big guy. Yeah, I mean, Zoe Kravitz is tiny. I mean, the fact that she pushed him to get her or get him off of uh, Nicole no. Kidman. Yeah, I think it would have been perfectly defensible. That, yeah, absolutely. And you know, we saw the end of season one. You know, the detectives kind of hiding behind a rock. You know, keeping an eye on him and. This season, you know, the detective is, you know, still replaying all the confessions. Just move on. There's got to be other murders that are, you know, actually worth investigating. Yeah. But could Meryl Streep's character have them keeping looking into it? Maybe. Could be. She seems like a very strong-willed person. Could she, like, be having lawyers on the side after the police to keep looking into it to try and get what actually happened. I'm curious, does Meryl Streep's character know that he abused his wife? I think that'll come out. I think that's going to be something that might have to come to a head at some point. Because she's, she's... In Celeste's business, you know, she's there helping out with the kids. And another reoccurring theme that's going on with Celeste in this episode is her nightmares. She keeps replaying, you know, past um, abuse in her head and what things could have been differently. And she wakes up abruptly. And every time she wakes up, Mary Louise is right there. You know, and she Mm -hmm. hears what she says every time she's coming out of that sleep state. You know, at the end of the episode, it was, I killed him. And she catches her. She's like, who are we going to kill? Mm-hmm. You know, right in her ear. Well, so, No, it was like, I'll kill you. Mm-hmm. I'll kill you. Yeah, I'll kill you. Well, and the boys are acting out too by also being abusive towards one another because that's what they saw. Yeah, so it's a, it's a rough situation. You can tell there's a lot of trauma that's happened and these, these characters, they need to work through it. And they're all doing it in you know, their own ways. Mm-hmm. We didn't talk about Jane yet, so Shailene Woodley. She's got some very 90s bangs going on. <laughs> she does. And when we, we mentioned uh, earlier she was on the beach and her co-worker mentioned, you know, the Monterey 5. But in that scene, she's rocking a $200 Patagonia vest. And she came to town just completely broke, had nothing. And she's not cashing these estate checks um, that Celeste is sending uh, from Perry's estate. Where is she getting all this other money from? Exactly. Uh, she's working at a zoo, which can't pay very much, I don't think. Mm-hmm. So, well, that and they're always going out having drinks. Middle of the day, in the evening, they always don't have their kids, so they're paying for child care. Seems a little but, out of touch. Yeah. <laughs> so, the Otter Bay song at school. Bonnie looked like she was having none of that shit. She was just sitting in the audience like, ugh. Yeah, it was, it was very bad. <laughs> The principal seemed to enjoy it, though. <laughs> yeah. I think he looked forward to that every year. Well, I think he said it was new this year. Oh, oh was it this year? Yeah. <laughs> See, I toned it out. He Didn't he call out um, Reese Witherspoon's character for not singing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if it's new, how are you supposed to know the words? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> A lot of them parents knew the words, though. Mm-hmm. 
Well, Amber, you liked one of the jokes in here, and that was Renata was so far up her ass that she was going to need to pull out a snorkel. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Madeline also had a new coffee shop this season. So do we think it has anything to do with the accident and the coffee boy last year, maybe? Yeah, was, we haven't seen his character at all. Yeah, there was a lot of drama kind of going on every time she was there. So maybe she moved on somewhere else. And I think that was um, Jane's date to the final mm. um, at the school function where everything went down. She had actually brought the coffee guy with. So I don't know uh, if things just soured and he moved on and they don't need him anymore. So, Or maybe they just... Felt like trying a different coffee shop that day. Well, one that has a lot of weed going on the yep. beach. <laughs> That's what happens in California. Yeah. We also saw another quick cameo with Dr. Weissman. Um, she was Celeste. Um, was she her therapist, therapist last year? I don't yeah. I don't remember exactly yeah. what she did, but she was definitely pushing her to divorce Perry. Um, yeah. She, she is the one that recommended getting her own apartment and, mm-hmm. you know, having an escape plan in place. Yeah, and she's played by Robin Weigert, who we saw this last week also in the Deadwood movie. She got revived, her character in there, so she's kind of having a nice little resurgence in her career. Definitely. Madeline's ex-husband is having marital problems uh, with Bonnie, Mm -hmm. and so he sought out um, Adam Scott's character. I don't know his name. I don't know either. I don't think oh. any of us care. <laughs> <laughs> to see if he, Adam Scott, could speak to Bonnie so he could find out what's going on with his wife. And then there was an altercation. Well, yeah, Adam Scott kind of gave him some lip for seeking him out. Like, you want your ex-wife's now husband to go talk to your now wife you know, on your behalf, you know, it's basically your problem. Why are you coming to me? Yeah. His name is uh, Ed, by the way. Oh, Ed. Ed. Such a forgettable name. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to all the Eds out <laughs> So, I don't know. He, he got mad. I don't see why he should get mad. It kind of called him out on yeah. his, his own problem. And as the audience, we know why his wife, Bonnie, is, you know, being distant. And not talking to him, it's because of everything that went down. You know, she was the one that had pushed him, parried down the stairs, and killed him. So, as the audience, we know the issue. He doesn't, but he's not... He's turning it into about himself. Yeah, he, exactly. He's more concerned with them not being intimate. And not really concerned with him trying to track down his wife's feelings. Yeah. So, And then him to go to Adam Scott's character, Ed, to uh, to help him out. Yeah, it was just... It was a weird situation. It was a weird weird situation. But it probably does take a little bit of cojones to kind of admit that you're doing something wrong and to go to your ex-wife's husband and say, hey, you did something right. Can you teach me? Yeah. But then when he he says no, to get mad at him for that. (laughs) (laughs) The last character that we see kind of has a a new plot line this season is Madeline's daughter, Abigail. And she's kind of being pushed to go to college and it doesn't seem like she wants to go to college. And there's going to be, I think, a whole season-long tiff about that on what their next plans are. What did you guys think? My personal opinion, I I understand that she wants better for her daughter, um, but I don't like where the show is going. Like, 
you know, having the argument, if you don't go to college, you're going to be flipping burgers. Um, that was just my own personal. I didn't like how that went because um, college isn't for everyone. Mm-hmm. But I do understand, you know, you always want your child to have better. And then I know you have a different, you know, take on it. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. College isn't for everyone. I think Reese's uh, or Madeline's big issue was when she said, all right, well, if you're not going to college, which has kind of been our family plan all along, what are you going to do? And she basically said, oh, I just want to go help people. You know, kind of seems like the normal stereotypical California tree hugger attitude. And I think she was looking more for a game plan. Yeah, I think Reese, she's pushing for her daughter to, to go to college because she didn't go to college. And she she kind of is giving her like a scare tactic, I would say, is, you know, if you don't go to college, you're not going to be successful. You know, you're not going to be anybody in life, even though herself, she's become somebody and she's successful mm-hmm. for not having a college degree. But yeah, I think she's just pushing hardcore for her to follow her her plan that she set out for her daughter, not necessarily her daughter's wanting, plan. Yeah, her daughter's plan. It's where you gotta come to like the agreement of just a community college, possibly of even night school classes. So her daughter can kind of do what she wants to do, and because she already has some game plan to a point happening, but she can still take some college classes, core ones that can help her in her path that she wants to do but the actress Catherine newton i wanted to bring up she's been killing it lately so i pulled up her imdb here before big little lies she was also in the society which was a big hit detective pikachu wayward sisters cock blockers supernatural halt and catch fire three billboards outside ebbing missouri that was a good movie oh, yeah. lady bird and Mad Men, like a slew of, you know, highly, highly acclaimed shows and movies. So she's making a killing. Yeah, the whole cast they have for this show is just all A-listers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I, I, it's it's pretty crazy that they were, you know, turned a limited show into, you know, a second season and that everybody came back on there. But aside from the cast, it probably isn't super expensive to produce, right? I mean, it's all kind of either on location or wherever their set is designed, but there isn't explosions. There's no crazy CGI. There's really not tons of extras. Uh, you know, it seems pretty cheap for them. So if they're getting good ratings, keep, keep it making it. That yeah. And a lot of the cast, aren't they all producers? A lot oh, of the cast the are oh, producers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where it's a stepping stone into non-acting eventually, I'm sure. Because Nicole Kidman's a producer. Well, Reese Witherspoon has already kind of made that leap a few years ago with mm-hmm. the show or with the movie Wild, and Laura Dern was also in that. So yeah, I think it is they're all giving themselves the opportunity to grow, mm-hmm. which is pretty smart. Yeah, they're doing a good job. So what do we think is going to happen the rest of the season? You guys want to make some predictions? I think um, Renata's going to become evil again somehow. <laughs> you know? Yeah, her uh, her power trip that she's always rocking Mm -hmm. is gonna ruffle some feathers again i can see that happening i think bonnie's conscience is gonna get the best of her yeah i I think she's gonna have a a chance run-in per se with the detective and they might get to talking and Mm -hmm. um i think the detective is gonna find out the truth but there's gonna be some sort of resolution where they don't get Mm -hmm. in trouble look they're super rich why don't they just hire a top lawyer to just shut it down yeah get their (laughs) shit squared away 
get it taken care of with the detective and just be done with it. Yeah. But yeah, I agree. I think it's going to drag on for the whole season and eventually somebody's just going to break mm-hmm. and just let it all out and that'll mm-hmm. be the uh, season finale. Well, I think it's going to be, they're going to like kind of rip apart because you hear in one of the trailer credits of Reese Witherspoon saying, we just got to stick together. Our story's got to stay the same. And I just think that over the course of the season, like they're going to be pulling apart from one another somehow. I think, Mar- I think Mary Louise is going to have a, a part to play too. Oh yeah. She oh, seems yeah. to be the real powerhouse that's going to be you know, getting between everybody and trying to get the truth. She just keeps popping up. She seems to know where everybody's going to be. And exactly. keeps pushing all their buttons and getting them all on edge. So, Making short jokes. Short jokes, very, yeah. She's very good at the short jokes. <laughs> How tall is Meryl Streep? you got to be a certain height to start making short jokes. <laughs> I think taller than Reese with it. That's all that matters. <laughs> well... That was episode one of season two for Big Little Eyes. So, mm-hmm. uh, as always, check us out. Subscribe. We're at Southport Media. Uh, you can follow us on all the major socials and keep coming back. We'll have new wines this season uh, we'll be reviewing and talking about the show. Thank you for having us. <laughs> Thanks for being on. Well, cheers. Bye, guys. See you next week. Cheers. Cheers.